Yo, what's up, fuckers? I'm back. It's New Year. Same old me, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, it's been probably about a month now. Um, obviously, took time off Christmas break, yada, yada, yada. And then fucking a few days after New Year's, caught COVID like every fucking other person. It's like, you know, right at the beginning of this pandemic, it feels like every fucking person was like, oh, did you hear so-and-so got COVID? And it would be a big fucking secret. It's like, oh, my God. What do you mean they got the COVID? They got the COVID? It's like it was such a fucking secret. You, you know, it was almost embarrassing to have COVID at the beginning. You know, especially in Victoria. Like, what would, like when we were in lockdown and they were counting numbers, it was like, oh, we can't have any community transmissions for, like, a week, although the lockdown continues. But then you see one person get COVID, like, who the fuck are you? It's like, you just get, you, you, get, you used to have this real big shame thing about it. Now it's like, have you had the, have you had the Rona? Yeah, I've had the Rona. And like, yeah, you just, it's like, well, you know, if you've had it, it's more a game of who hasn't copped it by about now. Like, I mean, fuck. We don't even give a shit anymore. I really don't think anyone gives a shit anymore. But anyway, there's my f- opening rant. So, episode one, we're back. And I don't know, a few things I want to talk about today. So, I guess, uh, I mean, look, let's be honest. I could list you things that I want to talk about, but I'm probably going to forget by the end of it. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't talk about that. So, look, there's a few things I want to talk about. <clears throat> we'll see if I get through them all. Um, basically, if you're listening to this, what it's going to be about is in the show notes. So, well, it'll probably be in the title, but to be completely honest with you. But <coughs> anyway, that's it. Uh, any other things? Nah, fuck it. You know what? Let's kick it off. So the first thing, you know, yeah, sure, I'm about a week late, but like, I, I just really haven't had fucking time. And also, you know, I'm a fantastic procrastinator. But this whole Djokovic saga, like, that's something very interesting. Like, actually, I'm just going to read what I wrote. Well, incomplete as it is. (laughs) All right. So I had to write this down and get it out of my head, yeah, because I posted something on uh, Instagram once he got deported, like, last Sunday. And I posted a thing of, like, you know, dear Djokovic, and I had a thing, like, a little Simpsons caption of, like, have a sook, cunt. Like, and I copped some fucking heat from, from, from some people about that. And rather than get into a fight, I just wrote some shit and got it out of my head because I feel like the people that I would say this to are probably just going to fire up and get more pissed off. So look, if you're one of those people who sent me a message and you're listening to this, like, well, if, if you're going to argue about what I'm about to say, I mean, like you, I'm more than happy to engage in a conversation with you, but I'm not happy to engage in an argument. So do with that what you will. But anyway, so these are my views towards the Djokovic saga. Well, like at least what I wrote and then I'll expand on a bit more. So, what I wrote is, I feel a sense of empathy towards 
Novak for having to deal with an incompetent government who failed to make a decision in the beginning. Being at the mercy of a broken system isn't fun for anybody. That being said, no one person is more important than another. We live in a world that favours the rich and rewards the talented. These ideals further the notion that to be loved or valued, you need to bring something of value. This is simply not true. To allow one entitled person privileges that are not widely available to others is not in the interest of progress. It echoes archaic views of the past. <clears throat> I wrote that like late night, like late night Sunday night, early Monday morning. Like, is it some stupid fuck? What what timestamp do I have on that? What is it not? Oh, okay, here we go. Like one thirty-two Sunday. <laughs> I mean Monday night. One one thirty-two Monday morning. Whatever, I threw my phone away. It doesn't matter anymore. So, the whole Djokovic thing. I don't like how incompetent the government are. I don't like that the fact that, you know, the government just, it was, it was a circus. They just could not decide what the fuck to do about it. Now, giving him the benefit of the doubt, if he legitimately thought he was allowed in and then the government couldn't figure out what's what, like, that's a pretty fucking shit position to be in. Like, I, I would be none too impressed about that either. Like, I'd be pretty fucking angry to be at the mercy of an incompetent government. However, if he was just, if he was completely innocent in this and was just a victim of circumstance I would say my heart goes out to the poor motherfucker this is a fucking horrendous situation this needs to be fixed but that wasn't the case and as much as anti-vaxxers would like to argue with me here he has no desire to be vaccinated like he he actually doesn't want to be like that's not exactly a secret and and I've and I've literally had anti-vaxxers or even other people who are like a little bit more like yo, Djokovic sympathetic and they'll be like you don't know that he hasn't explicitly said he's anti-vax kind of can't like if he come out and said he's anti-vax in such a bold explicit statement he would be dropped by fucking sponsors and as it is that's exactly what is looking like may happen with Lacoste like. There's, there's a there's a better than zero percent chance that he will lose some sponsors out of this, and at least if nothing if nothing else, he's going to lose some fucking prize money. So, it's a really big deal, in my opinion. Like, he knew he knew what was expected of him. It's now come out that there is between him and his wife, they have an eighty percent. Stake in a, and I put this in big fucking bold quotes, that they have a stake in a quote unquote biotech company. It's more just a homeopathic company trying to develop COVID resistant peptides or some such thing. I'm, no, I'm not a scientist, but that seems, and by some very credible scientists, 
have also said this seems more of a treatment than a vaccine. It's not peptides aren't vaccines. They're not. They just never will be. They are not. That's not. It's not at all what a vaccine is, right? So even if he did, you know, with this company develop such a thing that would work, it would only ever be used as a treatment. It would never be used as a vaccination. And it would not be considered widely by the world as a vaccination. Now, to be completely honest, in about five years, we probably won't really be caring about that, whether vaccinated or unvaccinated. Like, though, those days will be behind us. In fact, I'd probably put it in less than five years. I mean, let's be honest. Like, who's going to keep lining up to get booster shots? Fucking sure as hell, not me. You know, once a year, sure. I mean, I can get behind that. But fucking once every three months, go fuck yourself. You need to be eight times jabbed. Now, so look, there is there is a, a, a sense of understanding. I do get it, but rules, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say this, rules are rules. Like there are expectations, and they've been very clear from the beginning. So there is not much sympathy there, apart from the fact that he was a victim of an incompetent government. They made the rules; they should have enforced them better. If they had these rules, why did they issue a visa? Like they're, they're, These are big questions that need answering. But at the end of the day, what do I know? I'm not, I'm not exactly a person who has a lot of information about a lot of shit, right? Like, <coughs> I think it's an absolute shit show from all sides. But as a professional athlete traveling the world being a Interesting, cat. Being a professional athlete, traveling the world, being a you know, the poster boy for so many kids, you know, being a fucking role model for so many people, <clears throat> there is a very big sense of duty that should come with that. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say on the Djokovic matter. You don't have to agree with me. I'm not expecting anyone to agree with me, but you know, he, he, he should have known better. He really should have known better. Instead of trying to cheat the system, just fucking either, you know what, either cop it and don't play. Can you stop? Yeah, either cop it and don't play or just fucking toe the line. Like, which one? You don't get to have your cake and eat it too. Really, sorry, you don't. Anyway, that's the Djokovic saga. So, topic two, people have been asking me about my COVID experience, so I'm just going to point people to this. So, um, now after what I've just said about vaccines and shit and the whole Djokovic saga, I do have to say one thing. I'm not the biggest government fan. I'm not the biggest, you know, fan of fucking, you know, mandating vaccines and all that shit. But I will tell you one thing. As an asthmatic who is likely that I copped Omicron because that's about the only thing in Australia right now. But it was a less than pleasant experience. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't severe. No, I didn't end up in hospital. But my asthma sure, sure as hell has suffered for it. It absolutely has gotten like it got really bad for about a day and a bit there, like coughing, wheezing, like shortness of breath. That was a full thing. Like more so at night. It kind of resided a little bit during the day. And, like, yeah, you, you kind of continued to do that for a few days, and it kind of got a bit better as 
you know, I moved around during the day a little bit. Like, when I say I moved around, I moved from the bed to the couch, perhaps the table. <clears throat> but, like, there was some times there where I'm like, I was like, fucking, my puffer was like right next to me. I fucking use that shit so fucking much. Like, I burned through pretty much an entirely brand new puffer. Like, it was really, like, unpleasant is probably the best word I have. Like, it wasn't traumatic. It wasn't, you know, the end of the world. Like, it certainly wasn't as bad as some people have copped it. Like, I mean, I've, I've known people who have actually been hospitalized by that shit. So, I mean, by no stretch is it as bad as what it could have been, especially with an underlying health condition. But I do have to say that if the science is correct and that the vaccine being double vax protected me a certain level, then there's every reason to believe that if I was unvaccinated that I could quite possibly have been worse off. No, there's no real like you know, empirical evidence because I didn't get co- – I'd, like, I'd have to – for that to be empirical, I'd have to be able to somehow duplicate myself and get fucking COVID and see what would happen before I was vaccinated and get the exact same strand under the exact same – I mean, it's impossible to replicate. But, yeah, it's feasible to presume that I could have had a significantly worse experience. It's also feasible to say that's not the case. But I was really glad that my partner, that Yuka, was here. I feel like it would have been significantly more difficult if I was doing it when she was still overseas. Like... I felt I felt pretty bad to be completely honest. I gave it to her. <laughs> like she copped it like a day after I did, or a day and a bit after I did. Like on the Monday, I got absolutely like it was actually Sunday. I come home, went for a run, did a bit of a workout. Monday night, I went to bed. Also, something like Monday morning, went to bed, had a bit of a fever, woke up and had the biggest fucking fever. I just felt like absolute dog shit, coughing. Like I just felt like 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 being hit by a fucking train. And it just happened that fucking fast. Like less than twelve hours earlier, I was out, I was out running. And twelve hours later, I'm sitting there fucking like, God damn it, I'm dying. Like, really not an experience I want to relive. Not in a hurry. And then, like, I kind of knew what it was. I'm like, fuck this. I mean, I got a fever, I got a cough, and there's a fucking pandemic happening. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty obvious what a fucking world was, but. You know, yeah, you still, like, especially with my work, I still have to do, I have to test, I have to do this, I had to fucking do a rat, and then I had to go to get a PCR, and when you, like, let me tell you, the fucking PCRs are the biggest fucking joke, like, I'm fucking sick as a dog, I can barely stand, and I had to spend three and a half hours sick as shit with a thousand other people lining up to get a fucking result that I already knew. Thank fuck they've improved that. Like, it's just so fucking stupid. Like, avoid large gatherings, but it's fine if you're at a large gathering to get tested for the thing we're trying to avoid. Like, if you didn't have it before you went there, you'd fucking sure as hell have it afterwards. Fuck's sake. Like, I mean, like, I was trying to be as careful as I could, but, I mean, fuck's sake, I was coughing and I was sneezing and, like, I'm trying to social distance. But fuck's sake, there's people who don't really social distance in those kind of scenarios. Like, so that was pretty fucked, but it was kind of nice to be outside. Like I, I really did like the fresh air. So that was by far the most worst experience of that. 
But then it was weird. Like a day and a bit later, I started coming good. By the time that like you know a week passed, I was probably like ninety percent, and there's still like there's still a good portion of me that's not recovered. Like I try to go for a run like the day I got let out of ice. That fucked up, fucking terrible idea. Like I just no stamina, nothing. I was just struggling like shit. And I haven't been game enough to do it again. I might, I might go for a run on my day off or something. Weather's a bit fucking hot at the moment, but like, there's just my energy levels are not there. Absolutely not there. I've still got asthma pretty bad. Like, like my sinuses are still pretty blocked up and congested. Like, it has certainly left a mark. Like, it, it's not completely gone. There's no way it's completely gone. And look, you get, like, I don't know. I've, I've had a few people say that my voice is different. So I don't know. I mean, like, if you listen to the last episode, listen, listen to this one, there might be a significant difference. Fucked if I know. I talk a shitload and don't listen to myself very often. So, hey. But anyway, that's the COVID part. Catch up, whatever. Fucking. All right. I did have a third part recorded, but I did not add it. Um, It just was far too. It went. I, I, it was. The topic was too deep and. I was not going to go anywhere near doing justice what I wanted to talk about. So I'll give you a sneak peek what it was about. So I, I, I'll give you a sneak peek what I recorded and I'll tell you the other part I was tossing up with. So the part was like just it being like, it's just this accepting yourself and being a slave of acceptance. You know, the idea that you know, if you want to be accepted by everybody, you're a slave, like you're, you're a slave to acceptance. But accepting yourself is more important than other people accepting you. In the same idea, like, you know, if you can't love yourself, you'll never be able to properly love your kids, your wife, husband, partner, you know, family members, whatever. Like, you, know, you, you have to be able to learn to love yourself. In the same way, you have to learn to be able to accept yourself. Otherwise, there'll be no acceptance and there'll be nothing left for others. So that's more or less the really quick version of what I wanted to talk about. Now, the other part of that was... And I guess this is kind of why it got more complicated because, like, love is never unconditional. We're only loved by how we are valued. We are only we are only as accepted as what we bring to the table. For example, a homeless person is not particularly accepted because they don't really bring a lot to society. In fact, some people would argue they have a negative effect on society. They're a net negative. And you would argue that someone like Elon Musk is far more accepted than I am because he has a net, arguably a net positive because he contributes more to society, however you want to put those parameters. However, I fundamentally have a problem with that. But again... It's a very complicated and, you know, it's going to take ages to get through it. So, look, you know, hopefully that'll come up in one of the future episodes. I've got a little bit more refined, refining to do on my thoughts, trying to get through that, trying to really figure it out because it's kind of a part of my life change, I guess, at this point. So, look, stay tuned for that. But until next time, like, okay, just by the way, before I fucking go, schedules, you know, like 
I'm not going to commit. I can't commit to do it once a week. I'd like to be able to do it once a week, but honestly, it'd probably be like fortnightly, maybe sometimes monthly if it's really something fucking crazy has come up. But there will always be something at least once a month. So I hope I can get some time in the next couple of days to, you know, pre-record a few and hit it on, you know, schedule. If I can do that, happy days. You'll see them every two weeks. If I fuck that up and something happens, then, um, yeah, you hear from me when you hear from me. So... On that note, peace out, fuckers.